Chasing my microphone around the room here this morning. Good morning, Laguna Beach. It's Craig and Rainbow Radio. I have two fabulous guests already joining me so early this morning. But I, just to say, we've got, as we do every week, we've got a lot to get to. Uh, there's been a lot happening on the world scene in the Olympics, in the gay arena. Um, it's, it's wonderful. But first, you know, I always like to go after the weather because some days you have those days. Sometimes you have those days where all you want to know is the weather report because nothing else really matters. I almost said a nasty word there. <laughs> Be careful. Michael, Michael has a, Michael, uh, I got two celebrities, one from LA and one from Laguna beach. You know? I have any more trying to hook up. Oh, really? Are they yeah. up? Oh, well, well, you use that word celebrities loosely, don't you? <laughs> In my case. Really? <laughs> How many can you get on the Zoom? Oh, I can get 30 people on here. So, yeah, well, it's the same old. It's, it's never changed. It's the same um, URL for... Uh, mother's trying to get on. Really? Uh, well, I wish her luck. <laughs> I got people from... <laughs> they might be gone to watch it on uh, YouTube because it is being broadcast live on YouTube. Oh, it uh, is? Oh, wait, let me go fix my hair. Hold on. Right. <laughs> yeah. Let me change my glasses. It's too late. <laughs> Too late for that. No, so, so I see someone pop in, then I I, I admit him. So yeah. So, um, uh, but I have yeah. People are yeah. They they they're wanting to get on. Well, um, you know what? Just come on. You need to look at their um their email I sent, and um, there's a link in there. There's a couple links in there actually. So the yeah, weather that, forecast. It's um small craft advisory. So Mike Michael, you can't take your dinghy out in the harbor this morning. <laughs> I just, oh, I, no, I, don't, I don't just, you go there. I paddleboard to, to uh, the Catalina and back, and that's oh. why I'm pro. Oh. I paddleboard. Yeah, I paddleboard. I'd like to see that. <laughs> Did they bring Catalina back? I brought half of it back, but it was awful. Oh. Yeah, yeah they keep of- taking it away. You know, it's like I keep telling yeah. everyone, there's a, if you're not familiar, there's a phenomenon where there's an artificial horizon and that's partially due to contributed to the Titanic going down is that uh, it looks like they see the ocean when what they're really seeing is as a cloud base. It's so thick. It looks like it's the ocean. 
and there's nothing above it. So you think, oh, free sailing, you know, well, Catalina Island is in that cloud thing and it looks like there's no island. So I always say they've towed it off because you can't see it. But in reality, it's it's always there, you know, as Michael will attest in his. Okay, anyway, yeah. back to the weather. Yeah. I love talking about the weather. Uh, you love talking about the weather? Yeah. Clouds and sun wow. around uh, 75 degrees. Winds at 10 to 15 miles an hour. Now, the important thing is what's going to happen this next week. So I'm just going to go day by day and tell you what the, it looks like. Sunday, it's sunny. Next, sunny, 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 sunny. All the way to next Saturday, it's going to be partly cloudy. So it's going to be sunny for the next week. <coughs> oh, excuse me. And the, and the temperature high is going to be 76 degrees. And we are so, so spoiled here in Laguna Beach. Spoiled rotten. Well, yeah, I'm waiting for the 100 degrees to come. Well, it has. I know I was here uh, a couple, well, a couple of years ago, it was uh, hit 100 degrees in as four souls in Laguna Beach, many of which do not have air conditioning. And because, you know, 99.999% of the time you don't need it. So anyway, yeah. that's, that's the deal. So now I want to, I want to, <clears throat> You know, we got news and a lot of things, but I want to jump in right away with um, the Olympics because uh, a young gentleman who might you know who that is, Michael? Well, who do I know? Yeah, I do know. Yeah, Tom Daly. Tom Daly. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Tom Daly. Yeah. Tom Daly. He uh, got gold in the diving and the competition. A friend of mine uh, sent me a link to a YouTube video where someone has very nicely um, taken his performance with his teammate and the performance of the, I think it's Japanese. Yeah. <clears throat> Who are hosting the, um, uh, obviously hosting the event and they were so close that, but uh, Tom and his teammate got uh, 101 points, which was phenomenal. I mean, I, I couldn't hold the tears back, Michael. I, did you see it? I did I, not see it. No, is he but, the one that threw the um, gold to his friend? Um, I didn't see that. If he did do that, uh, he is married, and he, they do have a, a child. <clears throat> but I, I think what I what I'm seeing what what's so important to me is that it was so he was so well accepted as a gay person performing in the Olympics, and to me that that is huge. That's mm -hmm. very heartwarming, and it's something I never thought I would see in my old age <clears throat> i mean in my youthful age, youthful age. <laughs> my very youthful age so tom daly i want i'm going to read a little bit here it says um what it says hopefully i got this in the right order uh, about time lgbtq olympic athletes say um uh, repeat 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 Oh, somebody's trying can be counted on just a few times. There have been just two dozen openly gay Olympians. Who was the other one? There was a very prominent one. This is a Greg test. I know. Greg Luganus. Yes. Yes. My friend Warren used to date him. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, you know, you oh. get around you and your friends. Love your, oh, love your rainbow glasses. How appropriate, Michael. Yeah, they're butterfly rainbow glasses. Oh, I see someone is wait in the waiting room. Yeah, yeah there's people trying to hook up. Oh. Well, we got Kristen Johnson. Oh, yeah. That, yeah, she knows how to do it. Oh, so, yeah. So glad to have so many people this morning. 
Um, the Olympians among more than 10,000 who competed in the 2012, 2012 London Games, a reflection of how unrepresentative and art uh, the top tier sports were just a decade ago. Still, the Tokyo Games, the picture is changing. A wave of rainbow colored pride, openness, and acceptance is sweeping, sweeping, Michael, through the Olympic pools, skate parks, halls, and fields. Do you know one the of those record number of open gate competitors in Tokyo? Up, one up. of those skateboarder guys are, uh, lives here in Laguna. I saw that in the Olympics. Yeah. In the Olympics. Yeah. He's uh, fr my friend Curtis knows him. But he's, yeah. he's not LGBTQ, but we will. No, he's not. But he's We're a very tolerant group. <laughs> so let's see. Um, Tokyo is shaping up as a watershed for the community and for the games. Now finally starting to better reflect human diversity. It's about time that everyone was able to be able who they who they are and celebrate it. The U.S. skateboarding Alexis Alexis Sablone is one of the uh, least uh, five of at least five openly gay LGBTQ athletes in the sport, making its Olympic debut in Tokyo. So there are skate skateboarders of, of at least five LGBTQ. How about that, folks? <laughs> I made some problems. So. So that's the news on this day. I wish to thank our sponsors. Uh, I got to I got to mention that um, Chris Tibbet is now a uh, strong, ardent I should say ardent supporter of uh, Rainbow Radio and Laguna Beach Pride, and we appreciate him. He is a realtor uh, for Compass Realty, and uh, he's been very active in the LGBT community community on many levels and particularly with the Laguna Beach Heritage and Culture which is an organization that's been around now I've been a part of I think he and I created it but oh, we had a brain child I guess about three four years ago and it's been around ever since so and I also also should mention that Laguna Beach Pride is having a beach day on uh, August 14th is a Saturday did you put that on your calendar you guys which Saturday August 14th oh, okay. at West Street Beach, where it's our official. Uh, I'll have to work out. I got to yeah, lose. Yeah, get that Speedo out the back from the dry cleaners, you know. <laughs> I know that is. I know last time you, they, they didn't get it back in time and you had to wear a, a, a muumuu, unfortunately. Behind a muumuu caftan, they all look fabulous on me. Yeah, yeah. I know. I'll borrow some something from Mandora. <laughs> Please, Please do. Talk. And do you have to join them or can you let them in? Oh, I have to, I have to let them in. They either they'll, you have to put in a code or I have to let them in individually. And I figure too many people are going to have problems with the code. So you just go to the URL and it says, do you want to join the meeting? And you say, yes. And once you do that, it will pop up here and it'll, I'll say, yes, I will. I can. Uh, include this. Do you have, do you have Christine on there or Chrissy? I got Kristen Johnson. Yeah. Yay! My, oh. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> oh, no, she doesn't want to be shown. Yes. And I, and I have. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah, she's got her video off. That's all right. Um. Uh, any. So Laguna Beach Pride, the August fourteenth, and then in uh, September, it's our end of summer white party. Did you know about that, Michael? It's the what? The end white, of party. Summer white party. 
I, uh, you need to work I, on your tan. I will. I will. <laughs> and get your well, we have clouds out right now, so I don't think that's going to happen anytime. Yeah. Well, it'll be sunny for the whole week. Did you hear the weather report? Oh, oh, honey, I hear the weather report all the time. They say no. it 25 times in the morning. Uh, uh, so yeah. You, you got to yeah. get that nice base going and then uh, get your finest white attire on. I would love it if someone would wear some big white angel wings. I think that would be wonderful. I like that. Or white butterfly wings because I'm in. Or butterfly life. wings. I'm, I'm cool with that. Yeah. Yeah. But white, I, the. Oh. The white does, has nothing to do with race. I'll just want to say that right up front. It's about everyone of every culture wearing white to show off their end of summer tans, if they will. So um, they yeah. do have artificially ways to augment your tan. <laughs> so, yeah, um, but yeah. why that rubs off on the white, it doesn't work. No. Oh, really? You've been to yeah, you look parts. like their president. I don't know. I can't mention <laughs> When they go, oh, I Right, um, don't mention that one. No, that's that, that. no, I can't uh, mention. So yeah, so uh, mark your calendars. That's August fourteenth, and it's just anytime you get to the beach. There's nothing to sign up. It just show up. Bring your beach chair and your umbrella. Uh, claim your your sand area. So you and, and stay there till the sunset if you want. Uh, so we will have some music playing, and um, there's only certain things we can do because it's a public beach and it's not an organized uh, per se event. It's just a gathering. So um, gather as much as you will. And we will play some music and share some sounds with everyone. And oh, I hear a, I hear some echo coming back somewhere. But anyway, um, yeah, you need somebody technical there in the studio. <laughs> Just I beg your pardon. <laughs> you need somebody young to work these things. Because <laughs> I'm so, too. So that so that is the news, and then the next news. I have to go on into this day in history. Everyone loves, seems to love this day in history. I put it at the bottom of the pile this morning. All right, where's my drum roll? And now, ladies and gentlemen, all the way from Laguna Beach, California, it's on this day in history. July 31st is today, and it's in 1940 when German Reich Commissioner Reich of the Occupied Netherlands Terrace makes all sexual activities between men illegal. Mm. That's, that's not nice. Oh, thank you. Yeah, go figure. 1965, lesbian gay demonstrators picket the Pentagon to protest discrim discrimination in the military. Well, it took a long ways from 65 to, what, 2,000-something or other for the Joint Chiefs of Staff to decide that, you know, being gay in the military was not a uh, security concern and, and more of a detriment to... Uh, to to try and conceal it, it is more of a hazard in that they should allow people to be themselves, rightfully. In 1969 in New York, uh, city militants separate, separate from the more moderate homophile movement to form a counterculture-inspired group they call the Gay Liberation Front. Hmm. Did you know it was formed in 1969, your favorite number? I, I, I was there. <laughs> In 69, I was in New York. Really? Were you part of yeah. the... Uh... Yeah, I, I, yeah. 
I wasn't even a teenager. Hey, hey, while we're on, I want to apologize. Yeah. I'm not showing up for one of your parties, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I won't do it again. Well, my mother found out that I was, yeah, I came out oh. of the closet then. Oh, really? 69? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Hmm. Yeah, I was 10 years old. Someone's arguing with you there. In 1990, wow. Warner Brothers announces that director Oliver Stone will soon begin a work on a film biography of Harvey Milk. And now, August 1st, which will be tomorrow, on this day in history in 1995, moving forward, after refusing to allow Gay and Lesbian Association of Zimbabwe to exhibit at a human rights book fair, President Robert Mugabe opens the fair with an attack on lesbians and gay men, saying that they are alien to African traditions and that he doesn't believe they have any rights at all. Isn't that lovely? 1995. There's some really um, horrifying news after out of Ghana, G-A-H-N-A, I believe, G-H-A-N-A. And it's confusing because there's Guyana, there's Guyana, and there's Ghana. And yeah. Ghana is a uh, population about 300,000 people country, or no, 3 million people country uh, on uh, the on the Atlantic in Africa, about halfway down the African continent on the uh, west coast kind of uh, in a nice spot it's got a lot of agriculture and a lot of things good things going with except with one exception you can be uh in prison for being gay easily so we'll get more on that in the news uh in 1996 representative jim colby of arizona becomes the fourth congressman and the second republican to come out after an email campaign launched by san francisco activist michael Petris. And other, others protest his support of the Defense of Marriage Act. So I guess he was being a little hypocritical, and so they outed him. What do you think about that, Rick? Oh, Rick's muted himself. <laughs> what happened to Rick? <laughs> he he gave up on us. <laughs> I might not see any pictures. Uh, I don't know what happened to Rick. Um, yeah. I, can you hear me now? Oh, uh, yeah. I can hear Rick now. Yeah, I was just eating a little breakfast. I don't want people watching me. I thought that was rude, but if they if I was eating in front of them. But anyway, what was the question again? Oh, uh, I mean cobbler. <laughs> oh, about the um with ice um the Africa well, Representative Jim Colby of Arizona Oh, the hypocritical Republican yeah, that was the they got yeah. outed. And I, uh, I mean yeah. some people think that that even if they're hypocritical, they shouldn't be outed. That's no, I think every hypocrite should be outed anywhere on any subject. Yeah, if <laughs> you're, you're going to put yourself in that spot, you should expect the consequences. As yes. I, yeah, yeah. I, I, I tend to agree with that. And I think that uh, there's so much. Um, well, I watched a, a, a movie that was, a, uh, it actually was a documentary about these people in, uh, in Haiti. Was it Haiti? A family, a generate, four, four or five generations, and uh, there was a young couple who were murdered. Um, when I say young; they were in their thirties and forties, mm-hmm. and it was very controversial. But what really happened when you get to the end of the movie, you realize that they were a victim of their own great grandparents' religious positions. In other words. Uh, they thought gays were an abomination and the person that killed them 
subscribed to that religion and what they had learned culturally in the country, uh, you know, decades before. And it's almost like it came back and stung someone, you know, it's, you should, like, I shouldn't just give you so little information about it, but <laughs> I'll tell you next week, I'll give you the name of the movie. I can't think of it right now. Anyway, uh, I digress, obviously. So in 2011, married members of the Suquamish tribe in the U.S. state of Washington vote unanimously to legalize same-sex marriage. How about that? The tribal court may issue a marriage license to two unmarried adults regardless of sex as long as at least one of them is a registered tribal member. And in 2013, same-sex marriage becomes legal in Rhode Island Minnesota and Uruguay. Well, isn't that interesting? How do they get those all together? Well, same-sex marriage. Rhode Island, Minnesota, and Uruguay. On to August 2nd. August 2nd in 1986, Roy Cohen. You remember him, uh, guys? Oh. Yeah, Roy Cohen, the attorney. Oh, yeah, yeah. New York. Dies of AIDS in Bethesda, Maryland, asserting that his last breath was breath that he has liver cancer um oh, what like liberace and, and uh rock hudson uh, still like liberace. Oh. roy cohen was a, a youthful a mentor of a youthful John, donald trump for many years um if you didn't know that i thought i would toss that in there in 1995 u.s president bill clinton signs executive order 1296h with eight which bans discrimination based on sexual orientation as it establishes uniform policies for allowing government employees access to classified information. That is good. Okay, and moving on to August 3rd. There's not a lot of uh, on this day in history. August 3rd in 1982, 28-year-old gay Atlantan Michael Hardwick, who is arrested on sodomy charges after trying, after police trying to serve a warrant for a minor traffic violation, show up at his home and find him in bed performing fellatio with a male companion. Now, again, this is 1982. Well, they shouldn't come to my house. And in Atlanta. Uh, I'm in my bed with this guy, says Hardwick later, and I hear the door, the door to my room open. A little later, I, woke up, I look up and there's a man standing over us in full police drag Oh, he calls it drag. Oh. <laughs> Good for him. Uh, my first, my first thought was this can't be happening. Hardwick is thrown into jail for twelve hours after the arrest and is and the resulting court case for the constitutionality of Georgia's sodomy laws becomes a cause celebre in the gay community, culminating on appeal of Hardwick's conviction to the Supreme Court in 1986. So that's what started it all. Uh, they were. Um, serving a warrant traffic viol- for a traffic violation and uh, caught him in bed. Yeah, so don't. The, what's the moral there? Don't get a traffic violation, right? Wisconsin's, in, in 2009, Wisconsin's domestic partnership law becomes effective. How about that? Oh, he's not letting people in. No people oh, that's not true. <laughs> I don't know. I got this phone blowing up. I got about 100 people want to be in there. They could just hear you. Are you letting people in? I am. I have four participants and none. none yeah. Yeah, there's only four. I don't think they know how to use it. No. Yeah, I know they're open. trying to get on. Oh, Debbie? <laughs> uh, I would say, but your picture. I can not- talk. But <laughs> well, why can't I see you? Because you don't want to see me at nine o'clock in the morning. 
There's some people like that. Sight, honey. Uh, <laughs> how are you feeling? Mm, I'm feeling so much better. Thank you. Um, yeah, COVID is done. As as long as we're uh, we're we're engaging, I, Michael is uh, from Laguna Beach, and um, everyone knows Michael, right? So you represent, yeah. yeah. And and Rick is from L.A. He's an author and movie uh, producer and actor. And does he know Eddie? Eddie Singletary. Yeah. Do you know Eddie I Singletary? Think, I don't think so. Oh, he's well. There's more than one actor up there, I think. Yeah. <laughs> and Christian. Kristen Johnson, I don't know who much about you. That, That's that okay. Michael, I'm Michael a nobody. Fan. I'm just here for the Michael fan club. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, he does have quite a following. I, I know. So, yeah. Yeah. He's getting over a little illness. Yes. Oh, oh COVID. You got it. <laughs> yeah. Double vaccinated. Delta. Double vaccinated. So yeah. Watch out. Bad symptoms or no? Like. Um. You know, it was bad for a couple of days, but uh, much better than my friends that had it that were not vaccinated. Right. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So definitely believe in vaccination. Okay. I'm going back on mute. You guys go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we're back to August 4th on, on this day in his, history. In 1982, in France, the age of consent for same-sex acts is lowered from 21 to 15. Oh, my. The same as for heterosexual acts. I didn't know that in France. Hmm. Oh, I love France. Well, you know, what's that guy that, <laughs> that uh, Matt gets? He should have gone to France if that's what he wanted to do. Uh -huh. <laughs> that's terrible. But anyway. I know where he can go and it's not to France. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> so. <laughs> We're entitled to opinions. I checked with the station, but the station disclaims and disavows uh, everything we have to say, or I have to say, and that's fine. Um, I'm just, I'm happy to be here. In 2010, Chief U.S. Dis District Judge Vaughn Walter, or Walker, rules that Proposition 8, the 2008 referendum that bans same-sex marriage in California, violates the 14th Amendment of Equal Protection Clause. How about that was a wonderful day. I, I, uh, yeah, that's when they took it away, correct? No, they had taken it. They had said you couldn't get married, and then he invalidates Prop 8. A Prop 8 a passed. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then, uh, it went to the Supreme Court. Or, uh, let's see. I don't want to say it was the Supreme Court. Yeah, because Bob and I got it for 30 years. California. 2013. Yeah. I, I, I actually marched on that event the day that it was um for four and a half hours in la carrying the flag and mayor uh at that time the mayor was there and a couple of uh other celebrities and comedians that skinny one that says nasty things uh was, was there. for me was the comedian <laughs> can't think of her name i'm i'm at loss of her name but uh and the mayor the, the mayor before garcetti uh for LA was there. It was fun. And, and it was a long deal. And the next morning, apparently I was near the front of the line with the big rainbow flag, 10 feet. And I was all over the media it was my, my 15 minutes of fame, Michael. And you can, oh, you can, to, to this day, you can go to Getty images and, <laughs> and there I am with the flag <laughs> marching <laughs> down the street, waving and, uh, and in the view of prop eight signs everywhere. 
Uh, I digress. Again, in 2011, President Barack Obama signs a proclamation ordering the State Department to bar entry into the United States anyone who is engaged in op oppression against various groups, including those defined by sexual orientation or gender identity. Well, that's interesting. I had no idea. So oppression. So if you're very anti-gay or uh, whatever, uh, in, or sexual orientation or gender identity, if you're anti either one of those and have a history of that, you, you, the State Department may bar you from entry into the United States. How about that? And yeah. our embassies now are all flying, well, they did in, in June, the rainbow flag. Oh, I used to have a rainbow flag flag on my garage. You know, uh, I, I have a suggestion for your flag, and I and 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 it's helped me. I'm in a very, um, let's say, less than uh, tolerant sometimes community, and so I have the American flag out on the on the house, which is you know, everyone loves, and I put the rainbow colored windsock uh, underneath it, and it, it flies in the air, looks really pretty. And everyone loves it. So I would suggest a windsock under your American flag is kind of is, is a good message. Okay. And I have some in my car here at the station. If you care to come by, Michael, I'll give you one. And you can fly it proudly on Pacific Coast Highway as Highway. everyone comes in. <laughs> I always look as I come in in the morning to see what flag Michael's flying and and uh <laughs> no pirate yeah, flags so far. I have a beach ball up there too. I saw that. Yeah, I don't. I didn't yeah, like that, but it's up and it just stuck on the corner of the garage. I don't oh, know. How to... I that's lovely. So you know you're in Laguna Beach when you see a beach ball on the corner of the garage, an American flag, and a windsock soon to be installed. <laughs> okay, on to August fifth. Only two days left in 1970. Wow, where was I in 1970? Was I born? You know, no. I have I people. You understand? When you stand in line at the drug uh, store and they ask uh, your date of birth, and so there's this woman in front of me, and she go, they go, <laughs> she goes twenty, and I go, what does she mean twenty? <laughs> <laughs> I and then if her well, well, she's twenty one. If she was born <laughs> in 1920, boy, do I feel old. <laughs> in 1970, in New York City, Rockefeller Five appeared in court, but their trial is postponed. Charges are later dismissed. Daughter of the Belitis activist Isabel uh, Miller, which is a synodium for Alma Roast Song, is among the speakers at the rally held after their court appearance. Rockefeller Five. I don't uh, know. Are you familiar with Rockefeller Five? Either of you? I'm not. Must be a New York situation. 1970. In 2011, United States Court of Appeals for the Eighth District uh, Circuit upholds a lower court ruling in Fields versus Smith, striking down Wisconsin's Inmate Sex Change Prevention Act. The law barred doctors in Wisconsin prisons from prescribing hormone treatment for sex, re sex reassignment surgery or sex reassignment surgery to transgender inmates. The court found that denial of treatment uh, would medically would, without a medically necessary reason constitutes cruel and unusual punishment. Wow. I tell you, the, the, uh, um, I had uh, the pleasure of... Um, talking to a school teacher actually yesterday and 
I, I never really thought about this, but I, it, it is a glaring situation, I'm sure now. Um, she has a um, parent, single parent, who is female and is transitioning to male. And uh, their, her or his five-year-old daughter is the, uh, who has some special needs, maybe the, maybe it, maybe it was seven years old, but was old enough to kind of understand what's going on. And the teacher's concerned for the child and how it's approached and, um, and wanted my input on it, you know, cause, and I, I praised her for being concerned because I think uh, if a teacher is concerned for the child and wants to understand what would be the best approach when it comes to topics like this. I explained that recently on the program here, I'd had three transgendered uh, individuals and we talked at length about the, the reason that's being done. Cause I wanted her to understand that there are real, really good reasons. I used to assume incorrectly that so someone woke up, realized they were gay and gay was being such an abomination that they changed their sex that that was less of a problem if they changed their sex. And that's not a really good reason, reason to change your sex. Well, let me call Caitlin Jenner because I have her on the phone. Oh, please. And let's get her on here. We could get her on here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so she's running. I, I think what I'm, I'm trying to say is I learned, Michael, that there are really good reasons. And I think some people just have an innate attachment to a, a gender that is really a part of them and once they go through the therapy and all of the uh, and understand all of the um i guess the magnitude of what it is they're doing and that and they still decide that that is the right thing and they've sorted it out let's just say and that's what they need to do i think they should do it i mean i, I think it and there are many people that have um never act on it and and never become themselves unfortunately so I'd rather they become themselves and feel whole and part of the community and part of their real person that they feel they should be and, and make those decisions. So I made sure that, that the, this uh, teacher uh, understood that because I felt it's important that she not dismiss the sex change or the reassignment uh, as something yeah. unnecessary. And so once we got to that, then we came back to the child and I said, you know, so, so often, I said, what's important is for the parent and her response to the child is what's important, not so much the teacher. Cause I said, you can, you can, um, you know, keep a, a, a good attitude and not, um, not speak in a low voice. Oh, your mother, your mother's becoming your father. What? Oh, oh my. Oh, yeah. But they just watch Tender with that guy who, what was his name? And on, on uh, Netflix. Was it called transgender? Oh yeah. What was his name? I don't, I don't know. It was a series, yes. Series, yeah, very good. Yeah. You mean trans? The show Transparent? Are you talking? About oh, that? Transparent. There you go. There you go, yeah. Boo Boo. Thank what you. What do I win, Johnny? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the big prize. <laughs> so I, I suggested that it's the mother's, the father's, who's becoming a father's relationship with a child and how they, and I said I hope that if she's gotten or he has gotten therapy. See, there you go. And I said, and I said, one thing you can say to the parent, uh, I said to my friend is, is that 
I want you want to be sensitive to how you address, uh, you know, the pronouns or uh, the the parent in front of the child. You know, what do you want me to say? And and it's just it's it, it's it you know, speaks of that you understand and the sensitivity of it all, and and that that's important. But I said my feeling is that the parent hopefully is encouraged to continue um, therapy on on and so that this transition for her child as well is um, well received and does not later become a problem or an issue with the, the young adult. That's that was my response. I hope it was the right one. Anyway, parents have our teachers have a profound influence on kids. Uh, and they have a very powerful position that, that they're in. We're almost done. Oh, we got one more day on this day in history. So this would be next Friday, August 6th. In 1737, you remember that back then, Michael? Yes, I do. Yeah. Oh, I mean, 1637. Oh, you might not have been. Oh, right. oh I don't know. No. The in uh, the Plymouth, Massachusetts court finds that John Alexander and Thomas Roberts guilty of often spending their seed on one upon the other. Oh, oh. interesting. Often spending their seed one upon the other. This is in 1637. Yeah, they did it back then too. Yeah. The Plymouth crime of sodomy was not uh, mentioned in connection with the case for sodomy, then required, uh, oh, my, this is getting very specific, then required <laughs> penetration, not mere omission, as if this omission was mutual and often. The class difference of the parties was also suggested. Alexander presented the instigator as the instigator was apparently a free man. Roberts was an indentured, indentured servant, whether this in, uh, was, of, oh my God. Okay. The judges was not, okay. Next in 1942 in France, Vichy, V-I-C-H-Y, Vichy government raises the age of consent for both male and female, same-sex acts to 21 and prescribes penalties of between six months and three years of imprisonment. And there you have it. We finally got through on this day in history. That is <laughs> so, good. Uh, yes. Isn't that nice? So I, I usually, let's see, what do I have queued up? I have. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I have Mike and the mechanics. Um Who's Mike in the Mechanics? In the Living Years, and what was the other song they did? Um, yes, that's the one. Uh, I believe it did the miracles. Wait, you, oh, and I Mike. see someone was phoning in, so if they want to phone in again during Mike and the Mechanics, while we take a short music break, and I have a drink of water. <laughs> yeah, but I really want to hear Delta Dawn. Delta water. Dawn? Because that's I'm doing a new commercial for the Delta Virus, and the song is going to be Delta Dawn. What's that? Which, which version? Tanya Tucker, Helen Reddy, or Bette Midler's version? Tanya Tucker. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, you, you better come on the program, and, and we will date yeah. it. <laughs> and, right. and then for the insurrection, I'm going to do the one from Journey. Um, squeezing, loving, kissing, hugging. Oh, my. Yeah, that's going to be my other song. Yeah, I'm making commercials. Maybe you could direct me. Here we go. <laughs> I don't know. Every generation blames the one before. 
Okay, back on air now at the Mike and Mechanics. Yeah, yeah, I I looked at that this morning and put it on the playlist because I think we forget our parents all too often. And sometimes uh, if you don't talk to your parents while they're here, you may not have the opportunity. Well, my mother's been texting me the whole time. She can't get on the damn Zoom. Oh. She's 89 years old, though. Oh. I don't do it she's watching an old episode she goes i don't think they're on this <laughs> <laughs> oh no oh well <laughs> stuff happens you know uh, yeah so um i i just wondered rick is there what's what's new with you i know that there's so much going on up in la and you're you're my link at this point anything oh, okay anything to share with us here that's going on in la or just in general like uh, la you um what what do you have for breakfast uh i don't know i just had a, i don't know an egg and cheese sandwich for breakfast but um <laughs> what's new not too much oh that the song that i wrote that i you played um what you don't remember about alzheimer there's a station in tennessee that's been playing it a lot and getting a lot of requests for it so that was kind of, it's kind of cool oh that's um, cool yeah and um yeah just been writing stuff and oh and i don't direct i think you were joking michael about me directing you i don't i write and i produce and a little and i act but yeah i, I don't direct yeah okay. <laughs> michael directs every oh, do you yeah okay. i direct all around i all i in a circle yeah. <laughs> and if you're a tanya tucker fan you're a friend of mine i love tanya tucker uh, yes my friend went to see her a couple of weeks ago up in uh northern i don't know where it was northern california or somewhere like that oh i saw her in um what do you call it uh the troubadour a couple years ago like two years ago. oh right on yeah yeah i like her yeah and uh, but other oh, oh like, go ahead no go ahead you go. Uh, oh craig who called in for you what, what, oh, what, what, yeah. what, oh, well i answered and there was dead air dead air see yeah. so, I, I, I could hear I could hear some noise in the background and like they were like they had their phone on. And I also know. like catch and release. You know that. I know. I didn't. Uh, I, I do have that in my repertoire, but I don't. Yeah. Think, it's not up did. next, but. No, yeah. Delta. Yeah. I know that Delta Dawn. I, I got people waiting for that. Delta or Dawn. I don't know that. I have nine people. See, I'm limited that. to what's in the system. If you want uh, on request, I can see if we have Delta Dawn. But first, I, I just want to give a couple of news items and get them out of the way because I think they're important. The Senate unanimously confirms two LGBTQ women's women's <laughs> to the top military positions. How about that in the military? The U.S. Senate yeah. has unanimously confirmed two LGBTQ women to top military positions. President Biden and, uh, nominated two historic nominees for key roles in the Department of Defense. White House Senior Advisor and Engage... Uh, uh, engagement on engagement, Reggie Greer wrote on Twitter on Thursday, Gina Oritz Jones was confirmed to be the uh, next in undersecretary for the, for the Air Force and the first out lesbian to serve in the position. Her vote came exactly one month after Senate Armed Forces or Armed Services Committee advanced her nomination. She follows in the footsteps of Eric Fanning, who became the first out LGBTQ person to serve as under Undersecretary of the Military Branch when he was confirmed as Undersecretary in the Air Force in 2013. So we're making progress. There's Now there's women. Imagine that. And Governor Newsom signs a, a HIV Aging Act. Uh, we wouldn't know anything about aging here. I don't know anything about aging. I'm 60. Uh, <laughs> authored by Senator John Laird. 
Uh, in Sacramento on Friday, Governor Gavin Newsom announced the signing of Senate Bill 258, the HIV Aging Act, authored by Senator John Laird, a Democrat from Santa Cruz. Senate Bill 258 will ensure HIV-positive seniors are included in the definition of greatest social need. We are the greatest social need. You oh, got so it? We could do that. When... <laughs> When I was in Santa, Santa Cruz AIDS agency director in the in the uh, 1980s, it was our dream to have people living uh, with HIV uh, live to an old age, said Senator Laird. To be very clear, this group is not supposed to age. Governor Newsom was not supposed to age, you know, like they wouldn't make it. But Governor Newsom signing the HIV aging, uh, and Aging Act is a historic moment for the LGBTQ community and all those who have been affected by the HIV crises. With the recent advancements in HIV treatment, people with HIV can keep the virus suppressed and live long and healthy lives. For this reason, the number of HIV positive older people is increasing. According to the 2018 California HIV surveillance uh, report published by the California Department of Public Health, over half of the people living with the virus in California are now age 50 or older. The same report shows that 15% of newly diagnosed patients were uh, age 50 or older in that same year. So how about that? Um, then so I, have to, I have to do one uh, not so pleasant. This called the worst anti-LGBTQ bill ever. And where do you suppose it is? What country? It's in Africa, of course. Oh, I see, I, 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 oh, first of all, I, I need to, I got to get a couple shout outs here um, before I go into Africa, because uh, I'm reminded people are all over the world. Uh, I want to uh, say that I'm sorry I missed your birthday, Brian Rodriguez, my favorite homosexual up in LA. <laughs> and happy birthday, Brian. And then a, a shout out to my friend Lynn in the UK. And uh, because uh, it is, her government who proliferated <laughs> all over the world. I, you're looking at me, Michael, like, what the hell am I talking about? Uh, yeah, where are you going? So let me, let me, let me explain a little bit what's going on, where, where I keep going on. When uh, the largest uh, empire, if you will, in the world was uh, the UK, the in, in, United Kingdom, and it was under a female, Queen Victoria, more countries, more territories, the most of the globe ever in the control over one was a monarchy queen. Uh, and in their, I guess, situation with all these countries, many of which have, got, have declaimed their freedom from the, from the British government over the years and have their own independence, including the United States, uh, they, um, part of their agenda around the world was a religion and a very, some very puritanical, um, conservative cultures were proliferated around the globe. And I feel like there's some pockets where it's still very much a part of the culture. Like, um, even as Americans did it in Hawaii, when uh, the Hawaiian culture embraced diversity and, the uh, the person who was gay was of two spirits and a very important part of their culture. Uh, when the uh, Christians came along, they told them, no, that's an abomination. These people should be put out. They're horrible. And uh, 
you know, they're, you're wrong. And so they change things. And so many things have changed around the world, and particularly in India, when uh, Europe, when the UK had a lot of influence in India. So those religious conservative values were, were are generations old now. And to change them is, is a monstrous task. And in fact, in India, they've um, made it legal now to be gay for the first time. And um, I mean, just I to be gay. Away. And so, but the culture of it, there's still honor killings. As much as a couple of months ago, a young, a young man was killed uh, by his family, his uh, cousin and brother, because it was a uh, dishonor to the family that he was gay. So it's changing and ever so slowly. Well, this country that has the worst anti-LGBTQ bill ever is Guyana, Guyana right now. And it's in Africa and it's a part of that culture. So the most homophobic document in the world that's ever seen is now LGBTQ rights activists describe it. And Guyana's sweeping anti-homosexuality bill revealed after months of discussion and publicity from the nation's anti-gay crusaders, members of Guyana's anti-gay national coalition for proper human sexual rights and the Guyanian family values hope to see it enacted by the end of this year. The bill comes uh, after months of increasing repression of LGBTQ people in Guyana, including uh, the raid on a newly opened LGBTQ center in February and the arrest of 21 people at an LGBTQ rights training session in May. The LGBTQ rights group, uh, rightly, Guyana, described and condemned on, is commented on the bill in the lengthy Twitter, th uh, Twitter thread, widespread repression. The bill would apply to a broad range of people. In the words of the bill, the LGBTQQIAAP plus persons, I have no idea, that's what it's, <laughs> which includes more than lesbians, gays, bisexuals, transgender, transsexual people, and queers. It also would criminalize allies, pansexuals, and a, a person of any other social cultural notion of sex or sexual relationships that is contrary to people, uh, contrary to the social cultural notions of male and female or the relationship between males and females. And people uh, questioning their sexuality. So if you question it, you're against the law. I can't even question it. It would also criminalize people involved in the promotion of propaganda Oh, propagation of ad for advocacy, advocacy for support or funding of LGBTQIAAP plus and any person who provides or participates in the provision uh, of sex or gender reassignment, surgical procedures, or any other procedure intended to create a sexual category other than the sexual category of a person assigned at birth, except where the procedure is intended to correct biological anomalies in including intersex. So there you go. <laughs> oh my goodness. I've run out of time and I thought I had 10 minutes. I so apologize. Can she play Delta Dawn? Um, maybe she will play Delta Dawn. Do you have a request to play Delta Dawn? I don't know if she has it in her repertoire. Anyway, um, this is Craig and Rainbow Radio. I've run out of time. Thanks for tuning in on uh, this beautiful Saturday morning here in Laguna Beach. It's going to be sunny later on. And Enjoy your sunny week for the next seven days. Thanks, Rick. Thanks, uh, Robert and Christian. Thank you. Robert and Michael. Yeah, Robert's <laughs> Robert too. Him. He was right. in the background. I heard him. Thanks yeah. again. We'll catch you all Thank later. You. All right. Thanks. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Bye.
Delta Dawn. Dawn, what's that flower you got on? Is he still? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a saying. He, yeah, he, one song he played me, Jiminy Crickets. Yeah. Michael, what's your, is your last name Tyler also, or is it something else? No, my last name is Witkowski, but I'm married to Robert, Robert Tyler. Tyler. Okay. But I always use Tyler. Yeah. 